Don't put lemon juice on your face. And other stories. Brought to you by Pampered by Pokes, aka the Fresh Face G. Alright, let's get moisturized. Hi everyone, I hope you're all having a wonderful day today. It's a good day for some product testing. And I wanted to do a short video on how I try new products and incorporate them into my routine. I have a new uh, product that I am testing now, which is the Body Shop Tea Tree Anti-Imperfection Night Mask. And I thought, why not talk about, you know, the steps that I take to test a product and then um, how I assess whether or not it's working for me. And then also you can see me apply the product and try it out. Um, this is a nighttime mask. So you basically apply it and um, wear it while you sleep. And then, you know, basically it does all the work at night. Um, a lot of my treatment products are applied at night, especially the ones that um, have that ex uh, chemically exfoliate or have very active ingredients like acids and all of that. Because I think that, you know, just being asleep, you know, and calm and relaxed and not out in the elements really makes a difference for how well a product works for you. That's it. Um, I also just, you know, enjoy the whole calming process of doing a nighttime routine and having 500 million bottles of serums and oils and all of that. So I got this because um, it is meant to basically help you get rid of blemishes, specifically acne. Um, it has tea tree oil, uh, salicylic acid, which are both acne fighting or preventing ingredients. Um, acne is still my number one, you know, skin concern. And um, as much as possible, you know, I'm trying to reduce the occurrence or completely eliminate the occurrence of acne <clears throat> so that I can, in the long run, prevent scarring and hyperpigmentation. So those are my, you know, let's say long-term skincare goals, right? So that I can start to focus more on things like improving texture. I mean, I do that now, but... Um, you know, it's difficult to get 100% results when you're still, you know, breaking out. Um, it kind of is sort of like a one step forward, two step back sort of thing. So um, basically, when I first got this product, I um, did a patch test. So when I start out anything, actually, no, the first step for me when I'm picking out or about to test a product, even before I purchase it, I go online and then I look up all the ingredients. So most products will market their active ingredients. So in this case, tea tree oil and salicylic acid are the active ingredients in this product. So you're going to think, oh, great, you know, this is wonderful. I can use this. Um, but sometimes, you know, you'll have a product that has um, something that you're allergic to, something that doesn't combine well with another product that you're using or something that, you know, your skin is just sensitive to. 
Um, so it helps to go on their website, you know, to look at what the the full list of ingredients are. The top like five are the main ingredients in the product, but you'll have like other things like color and fragrance and alcohol and things like that. So this also has um, some lemongrass oil. It has sodium hyaluronate. It has color blue and color yellow, which I guess give it, you know, when you see it gives it a green color. So all of these things, you know, for the most part are harmless. Um, but, you know, maybe you're allergic to color blue. I don't know. You know, so it's good to know these things. Um, I also look at reviews. Um, I don't always trust the reviews on the company's website. Not that they're not true, but they may not be a representative sample. So they will typically put their best reviews, obviously, on there um, and say, you know, five people... 10 people maybe all gushing about this product and knowing that you know um it means that you're not able to see the percentage of people that have actually had good experiences with the product because i'll remind you like it doesn't matter how bad a product is there's always going to be five people and this is like my expert opinion but there's always going to be five people that use the product love it it's worked wonders for them and it's they will never use anything else cough corona oil cough like you know so i try to like go into youtube which is where you know the the fringes of the beauty uh beauty skin hair whatever um community is you know that's why people tell the truth or are supposed to anyway so i i try to pick reviews from Amazon, I'll pick reviews from the company's website, I'll pick reviews from, you know, um, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all you have to do is search the product and there's always going to be somebody talking about their experience with it. And it doesn't necessarily mean that if you see a bad review, it means that the product was bad. But sometimes a review can tell you how a product reacted because of how someone used it or what they mixed it with, or what order they used it in, and things like that. So knowing that, um, I look at their reviews, I try to see, okay, is there, are, are there any like red flags that, okay, this thing made my skin, you know, lighter, or bleach, then I know that, okay, maybe this is not a product for me, because I have dark skin, and so anything that bleaches my skin is going to be very evident, and I'm not interested in bleaching my skin, that's the long and short of that. So, um, I take, so taking all that information, if I feel comfortable and I'm like, you know, these are things that something I still want to try based on all the information I've gathered, um, I go right in and sometimes I'll just search a random ingredient too, and just see what people are saying about the specific ingredient as opposed to the product itself. Right. So somebody can say, well, yeah, um, this is a great product and everything, but I realize that because, um, there's you know, alcohol in there. I have to use more moisturizer when I use this or something like that. It's just good to have all that information before you start. So once I've gotten the product, um, you know, and added it to my overflowing dresser, I patch test. So the first day I get it, I don't use the product. And it's hard, especially if it's an, a product they're excited about. This particular product, like, I had to talk myself from the legend. Say, Pokwa, Pokes, come here. 
Let's talk. You don't have to use this today. First of all, you're testing it because you want to give a good re- give a review and see if it's something you want to incorporate into your routine. But you have a lot of products that have the ingredients in this night mask. So you do not have to just jump in and stuff your face into the bottle and then try to, you know, just chill. So I put a bit around my um, jaw and I put a bit in my wrist. Now those, the, the skin um, on your wrist is very close to that of your face in terms of like um, the thickness of the skin and all of that. And it tends to react in the same way um, that your the skin on your face does if you don't like a product. I don't know why that is. The human body is crazy, but that's good news for me, you know, because if you um, are testing and you test on your arm and you get a little bit of a rash or whatever, it's on your arm, it's not on your face, you know, so you can, you know, better deal with it um, and not feel uncomfortable or, you know, like as though you're drawing attention to your face. And then I put some under my jaw. Now, again, the same reason, skin from your face to your, um, your chest area are, you know, pretty similar at least your neck jaw underneath behind your ears your face similar skin type thickness reaction all of that and if you put it around your jaw you're as close to your face as possible so you'll get like an accurate read of how it behaves but also you know if anything happens it's kind of like underneath your face so nobody can see Unless it's like a terrible like rash that spreads all over your body. But if you have a little bit of a reaction, a little bit of a burn, a little bit of a purge or whatever, it's easier to deal with if it's around your jawline, just a little area, than if it was directly on your face. Um, so once I've done that, I let that, you know, I give that a 24-hour wait. So if I did it the day before, I won't use the product until the next day. Patience is key. Listen, you will thank yourself for it. I have had many experiences where I didn't do that and, you know, I had to deal with a burn, all kinds of things. Just And it that takes days to get rid of as opposed to the one day that you'd have just waited to use the product. So heed my advice, people. I'm, I know what I'm talking about. So um, once that was done, I went ahead and um, started to use the product. So on the first day that I use a new product, I try as much as possible to simplify my routine. You might think this is counterintuitive because if you're adding it to your routine, you, you want to see where it goes and all of that. But the first day you use a routine, you kind of want to just pay attention to how the skin um, behaves when you, you have... Uh, when you have a product on, right? And sometimes another product, which maybe has similar ingredients, may, you know, interfere with how how it reacts. And then you won't be able to get a good read of whether it works for you and whether you should continue to use it or not. Because there are two things you have to consider. Is it harmful? That's one end of the spectrum. But also, is it beneficial? That's the other end of the spectrum. You have to figure out, like, is this even working for me? Am I going to waste money if I keep buying this thing? So it's very important to kind of simplify your routine for that day. So instead of my, uh, for instance, my uh, my exfoliating toner. So I have a toner that has, you know, AHAs and BHAs in there. So instead of that, I will use just a simple rose water toner. 
I want the moisture that comes with the rose water. I want to make sure my skin is moisturized and all of that. But I, I used only a toner, only that toner. So I cleansed my skin, um, toned. And then following the directions of this, I cleansed my skin, toned. And then um, I used my hyaluronic acid because I wanted moisture. And then I followed with the mask. So... I didn't use an oil only because this is a mask and I wanted to see basically how moisturizing this is. So I do that and then I just lock it in and I go to bed. So from the instructions, you don't need to seal it in with an oil because I guess it does the job on its own. So now that I've applied the product, what am I looking for? How do I know whether the thing is working for me or not? So I pay attention to things like, okay, I smell smell the jar okay what does it smell like it has some kind of a fragrance it's partly tea tree oil but i can smell that there's you know maybe that's what the lemon lemongrass linonym there's this other thing in there it smells like that um so knowing that okay this is what it smells it has aloe vera in there as well so i knew that it had some moisturizing um moisturizing ingredients in there so knowing that you know i put it on um, I apply it, I go to bed. Um, so the next morning when I wake up, uh, the first thing I'm looking out for is how does my skin look compared to when I went to bed the night before? Um, do I have more? Do I have any new breakouts? Do I have any breakouts at all? Do I have break, do, do I have, um, or have breakouts that were already on there disappeared, right? Or, you know, Am I suddenly green in the hulk? These are things that I pay attention to. Another thing I do is I pay attention, to, I compare the results to products that I have liked and whether this product helps to make my skin feel like the other products do or better. So one thing um, for this specific product that I'm you know, comparing is I use a, a toner at night and and exfoliating toner at night it has salicylic acid in it and then i also use um oils to lock in um moisture after i've layered all my serums and everything i do this because in the morning when i wake up the way my skin feels when i am you know 100 percent on that and have 100 percent moisturized skin is that my skin is very smooth it's very soft it's very plump um you know i don't have pronounced bags under my eyes i don't have um my even like the lines that i have around my nose and mouth are more filled in because the cells are just well fed that's what you have to think about like your skin is well fed so when i do that that is the outcome that i get from my routine currently so when i took out the oils and i applied this night mask I needed to know whether I would still get that kind of um, that kind of effect. Now, this product is not an everyday product um, because the salicylic acid in here is. Um, I have to check the percentage. I did, and then I just forgot. But you know, it's based on the formula and based on the recommendations of the producers. That this is not an everyday product. They recommend two to three times a week. And personally, if you have other um, acids and things in your routine, 
I would say reduce it further. I don't think that you need to have multiple exfoliating products in your routine. I will say that. So if you're using this, um, I wouldn't say, you know, then go and find another salicylic acid or whatever. Um, you can combine acids, that's for sure. But if you have salicylic acid in this, I don't think you need to have salicylic acid in something else when you're using this product. So um, from what I experienced... When I'm using this this night mask, I will continue to use my just plain rose water toner. Um, there's glycerin in this um, tea tree night mask, I think. So I can have all that moisture locked in and then the salicylic acid can do its job. Um, if I use this tea tree mask, I will probably not use something like the Ordinary's Chemical Peel because that, you know, has... AHAs and BHAs and very high um, quantities compared to, you know, like the serum ones. So, so something like that, I will, you know, not use it. So that is how I'm testing this product. Um, I will post, likely post a review on my Instagram just because I was very excited to talk about this product. I won't lie. The only reason I'm doing this post, this um, recording today is because I was dying to talk about this product that I've gotten, but also it was too early to post a review because I only got it this week and I've used it twice. Um, so, you know, it's too soon to give like a strong, um, review and, you know, I like to be thorough. So I don't want, I didn't want to like tell people go buy this when I haven't finished testing. But at the same time, I was like, this is so cool. I want everybody to, I don't know. I just wanted to show off, you know, I was just happy to get a new product, uh, cause I'm a skincare junkie and I need to join an anonymous, <laughs> to join an anonymous group come on girl like okay so this is just you know i'm using this as care of just so that i can uh talk about this new product but also let you know the steps that i take to test the product listen i know it's painful when you try something you have to throw it away you have no idea. Expensive. Skincare is expensive. You know, it piles up and you run out of things in weeks and not even months, in weeks. And it's like, no. And they all get finished at the same time. So before you know it, you run out of toner, you run out of serum, you run out of oil, you run out of moisturizer. The person who sells your moisturizer has also run out because of Corona and the, it's a lot. So, um, I do understand how hard it is to do proper testing and all of that um if you were lucky and you lived where these products are sold you know distributed primarily you can walk into a sephora or whatever and uh in this case a body shop and get a sample right so you can do your your pat, little patch test with their sample um you know go come back and then if you like it buy the product or they'll give you a little um zip zip baggie of the product and you can take it home like drugs and go and um put it on your face and then see if you like it. But unfortunately you don't always have that case. And I would like to reach out to local producers. Um take advantage of things like fairs and all of that so that people can test your product. If you're only going there to sell, 
you know, you're not going to be able to catch the skeptical uh, potential clients because they're the ones who like, what's this thing? What does it do? Why have samples ready? I know someone like um, Skin Gourmet does this a lot. They have these little pouches of their, their, their products that, well, at least for their butters, I think they do that so that you can take it home and try it out and stuff. And I like that, you know, it helps. Um, it's the best way because with skincare, it's just so hard to know how something is going to react with your skin. So that is my number one request from all of you who sell skincare, especially local producers, because it's easier for you to do it. Um, it'll be harder for an IG vendor who is bringing in products from the States because they may not have access to sample sizes. But if you produce in country, this is your chance to really lock down some some customers give them little samples doesn't have to be much it could be all of like a little scoop of a stick but that is enough for somebody to try the texture to the smell how does it feel on their skin how does their skin react to it and you if you do that not only are you signaling that you care about their skin and all of that and you're not just in it to make money you also kind of um if they love it you know you don't have to do much else after that. Once they've tried it and they love it, they're going to love it and buy it and use it forever. You know, you won't have to do go into a long description of what the thing does and how it benefits them and everything because they've seen it for themselves. And I mean, if they don't want to buy the thing, then it means that they just don't want to have <laughs> good skin or a good product. But that is, that is the, those are the steps I take. So just to recap, um, Read the ingredients, read the reviews, um, look up the ingredients, of course, read the reviews, patch test, um, first day test with minimal products, you know, our minimal routine. And then um, if it works out, incorporate it. You do have to pay attention to the other products you have in your, your, your routine. If you have something that works exactly the same, um, pick the one that works better and then scratch the other. You know what I mean? Like, pick the one that, you know, suits you better. Maybe the one that's easy to access or the one that is cheaper or the one that, you know, um, you can regularly get and... Or the, maybe the one that is in a prettier bottle. Whatever. It's after you've discovered that the things work that you can start to think about things like, oh, is it a cute bottle? Is it, you know, does it come with a pump versus, you know, pouring out? Those are the things that, you know, you think about when you're trying to make a decision or a tiebreaker. So that's a tiebreaker between the two products, you know. Because this mask, I have another um, a lotion there that is made from aloe vera, tea tree oil, and uh, peppermint oil. No, that's a lie. Aloe vera, tea tree oil, glycerin, and distilled water. So it's a very simple um, ingredient. The only thing that, the only difference between the two is the salicylic acid. So for me, if I'm trying to beat acne, I could use both. Maybe one as a daytime one and then the, the other as a nighttime mask. And then, you know, that's how you shift things around. So I've talked a lot as usual. I hope this was helpful. Um, let me know if you want me to talk about other things or if you want me to go into more detail about this. 
as mentioned i will post a review of this new product once i get over my initial excitement and um as always stay moisturized kids